welcome to another episode of Bonsai Stuff Podcast. It's me, Scott Martin from Bonsai Matsu, and I just wanted to uh, to say welcome back. Thank you for thank you for tuning in and thank you for listening. Um, it seems to be that lots of people are, uh, are being actively involved, which is great, very enjoyable. And um, this this episode, I just want to cover off a few things that I've been doing lately. I suppose um, how I spent the last month here in Melbourne. Victoria, Australia. It's cold. It's, we've had a really cold snap over the last last few weeks. Trees have definitely looked for dormancy. Uh, so black pine season is is rampant. So a lot of my time has been spent plucking needles, bud selecting, uh, cleaning things up, uh, removing fertilizer, making sure that the uh, there's not too much moss starting to grow up the tree trunks, that sort of thing. So with the pines, the my autumn routine, autumn winter routine, is to go through and clean up the the sites where I decandled over summer, and there's multiple multiple new buds growing from those areas, and try and clean them back to maximum of two, no more than two. Sometimes one, if they're too long, try and push the growth back as far as I possibly can onto the onto the tree. Also to allocate the tree's resources by needle plucking so that means you know, where, where it's a weaker area you leave more needles where it's a stronger area you take away more needles to to leave less resources also look at the wiring at this time of the year if the wires cut in or it's not doing its job remove it and then look at rewiring the tree to set the structure open up so there's a fair share of the sun's resources or um, energy can be allocated evenly around the, the tree. Make sure you don't have branches which are being shaded by by higher branches, otherwise they will become weaker and, and eventually die. So I've got I've lost count of how many black pines I've got in my collection, but it's it's hundreds. It's lots and lots. And this time of the year then becomes a very busy busy time. Um, but it's essential too, you know. If you don't if you don't uh, enjoy working on the trees then don't get black pines. You know, they are a tree that, that systematically need to be worked on a couple of times throughout the year at least. You know, winter, autumn for for bud selection and needle plucking and wiring and shaping and styling. Repotting around about August for us, us in Melbourne. Then you've got decandling time in, in December. So it's really only a couple of times a year really that you need to thoroughly get in there and work on them but you need to thoroughly work on them that's the that's the key and there's a real advantage to having multiple of the same species you know having having many trees of the same variety no matter what they are allows for repetition of your work which means that your skill set becomes a lot more efficient if you for instance only have say one trident maple that needs pruning and that only you know only gets into the workshop once a year plus you know you've got the spring growth that that needs to be pinched out then defoliation in summer uh, you know then you look at you know, repotting that one tree every two three four years whatever it's going to be you will not become as refined as if you've got 10 or 20 of those trees because repetition allows for you to refine your techniques and become very proficient at it too. You know, you're forced into a into a corner where if you've got a window of opportunity to get the work done, having multiple of that same species will then force you to become quick and efficient. You know, decandling doesn't need to be something which is going to take you 15 hours per tree. It can be something which can take you 20 minutes 
for a smaller tree and you know half hour to an hour for maybe a larger tree so it's not something which is going to chew up a lot of time because you'll become very fast at it it allows you to build your bank of knowledge from experience too you'll know how trees respond of the same species you know let's say you um you you decandle too soon on a on a, on a smaller tree this year and then next year you look at the growth results of that tree and you go wow i did it a little bit too early which means the needles are a little bit too long it's had too long to regrow the buds so therefore i've lost some of my structure because the tree's pushed away from where it where it should be then next time you decandle it you maybe do it a little bit later but if you've only got one tree you've got to do that with and it's it's very hard to get that right so having a, having a bunch of of the same trees really allows you to to open it up um, and it's easy to, to read in a book or online how to do things, but, but experience counts for a lot when it comes to bonsai. You know, you can you can get a lot of a lot of guidance on things, but it's you know it may not be entirely accurate to your microclimate or your conditions in which your your trees are your trees are growing. So with the black pines, just the other thing, um, when you do start cleaning your trees, start from the top of the tree and work your way down you know as you're needle plucking as you're cutting cut from the apex and work your way down to the lower branches it allows for gravity to help as you're plucking and removing it's dropping lower and lower and lower if you start cleaning from the bottom of the tree and work your way up then you'll find that by the time you get to the apex all the needles you've plucked are then on the lower branches that you've got to go through and clean them out again so it's always much easier to to do it that way so what else has happened this month Oh, that's right, we had our national bonsai show, which focused purely on Australian natives for bonsai, and it was absolutely fantastic. The quality of the trees were awesome that were on display, uh, the, the wares that were being sold, the local pot makers, the international pots that had been bought in, all of the, the native um, stock trees that were for sale were, were fantastic, so you know everyone should be commended for that. But we also had international demonstrator, which people may know, Hi Neil, um, just a small bloke in the bonsai world, came out as a as a, a, a lead demonstrator presenter, and another fellow, Hugh Grant, one of our local local talents from up north, um, were on display, and it was it was amazing. It was an awesome awesome weekend. Great to catch up with with bonsai people. I keep coming back to bonsai. You know, it's about the trees, but it's also about the people that you meet and, and, and what you do when you're, when you're involved. It's not an isolated community. We're very um, very connected to each other in one way or another, and it's, it's great to catch up with people. I find, these, I find the bonsai shows are a really good opportunity to, to you know, see that there's, there's so much fun um, involved with bonsai and, and there's warmth and there's, and there's a lot of talent and there's, and there's inspiration. You know? there's, a real, there's a real driver when you come back from a show to to you know get actively more involved with with whatever it is to do with your bonsai so natives australian natives are um are, are a big part of the future of bonsai within australia well and truly they are um they are awesome another thing that happened too just before the or around the time of the national show was i had a tree collected to go up to our national bonsai collection up in canberra um which was a very big honour. I think getting a tree to the quality that's accepted to get into the national collection for a for a temporary visit of you know one to two years is something to really aspire to with all of all of your trees. And the fellas up there, shout out to Lee and Sam, two of the nicest blokes and most talented blokes you'll meet in bonsai. Um, I think that 
it would uh, it would do everybody proud to uh, to get more involved with the national collection. So other things that have been happening this last last month, I've had presentations at local bonsai clubs, uh, one for Bonsai Society of Victoria talking about um, about black pines. There's been specialist training classes, full days, multiple sessions. Again, full of great people, lots of fantastic trees. And these these courses have been running now for, I think this is the fifth year I've been doing them. So the trees are, are coming back over and over and over. So it's really nice to see the, the level and quality of the trees improving every year because, you know, they're, they're putting hard work into it and, and being diligent with the work that's required and, and accurate with the work that's required and it's, it's paying, paying dividends, which is really nice. I've, there's been workshops, you know, nighttime workshops with, uh, with people coming in, quick fixes on trees and styling help or you know, whatever it is that needs to be done. There's been beginners classes for people that are just starting out on their bonsai journey, which is great. And it's, you know, I, love, I love looking at trees, bonsai, through the eyes of a beginner where everything has maximum potential you know no matter what it is you sometimes become a bit a bit jaded when you look at things for for so long um or you become skewed by your own collection or or whatever it is you're in your 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 trees that you touch on but when you get the beginners classes and you see that glint in their eye it's fantastic it, it re-inspires you reinvigorates you and maybe Maybe pushes you a little bit to to look at things differently within your own collection, because everything has potential. You know, if you put the time and effort into it, any tree you've got will become great over time. You know, you'll hear that you know these structural flaws or this is incorrect or that's incorrect. Um, over time, that sort of stuff can heal itself. You can you can work on it. You can improve things, but also age with your bonsai is one of its greatest assets. So the longer they live and the more that they develop, they don't always necessarily need to follow all the systematic guidelines, but they become beautiful as they get older and older. You know, I was looking, I was talking the other night with a fella at a workshop and we looked at uh, looked at this, this young pine and giving it a, you know, first styling and, and whatever else. And, and we looked in the, the first branch on the tree was a back branch. I mean, it, we talked about it, you know, whether it follows the guidelines and that really the first branch, you know, sense of word should be, you know, a left or a right branch. It should be a, should be a main branch. But this tree having its first branch as a back branch, the way the trunk bent, you could see the depth of, of the tree straight away and having the, 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 the dominant branch being just a little bit higher than that actually really added character to the tree. So by, by strictly following the recommendations or the preconceived idea of what is is perfect or beautiful with the tree would have been to a great cost. And I think the tree will long-term be much nicer having this imperfection to it than than what it would have been without it. It would have, would have been no, nowhere near as good. So, yeah, there's been... Uh, I mean, lots of lots of courses, lots of involvement, lots of lots of uh, educational stuff. I suppose is the uh, is the way to go. You know, it's the I've talked about it before, but the the three eyes of what I do. You know, is to is to inspire with what I do, um, which is what you know the Instagram and Facebook and and all my trees. I feel 
do to show people that there, you know, there is, it is possible to get to nice trees by, by doing the work, um, to inform, to basically tell everybody everything I possibly can to help them get to them, get them to the point that they want to get to with their bonsai. And then it's to involve, to get people hands on, not sitting back, um, watching other people do things, but it's actually, you know, using the, the information that you've got to, to improve your skill set. So therefore, you know, years and years down the track, you know, bonsai is not a, it's not a short course. It's a, it's a, it's a lifetime journey that we all take. And, and I think that, you know, I really, really feel privileged sometimes to be involved at some level with that, um, with that, that path that people are going to be on. So I've also had a lot of time working on my own trees. You know, it's, it's it's been one of those one of those times where it's it's working till ten thirty eleven o'clock at night, uh, constantly plucking needles. Um, that seems to be the common thread at the moment for me, which is is great. I really enjoy it. You know, it's something that sort of is a little bit daunting before you get into it, but then when the ball starts to roll for the for the couple of months that I have to do it, it really becomes um, becomes therapeutic, if you like. In my youth, dropping coins in a wishing well. So now I've got uh, one of my my longest term customers, Bailey, with me, um, and I just want to check with him what inspires him about bonsai. So Bailey, tell us why do you love bonsai? Oh, thanks, Scott, and hi everyone. Um, bonsai. Oh, look, I'm 38 now, so bonsai started for me around uh, 20 years ago when a friend of mine uh, took me into a nursery. I knew very little about it prior to then, but then something inside of me clicked, I guess, and instantly fell in love with them. So uh, I was the guy taking cuttings and planting them and throwing anything I could into a pot to try and turn it into uh, into a bonsai. Um, I guess for me, from an overall perspective. Oh, it's all-encompassing in terms of um, the tradition, uh, somewhat the rules. Um, I've been fortunate enough to go to Japan and get a real feel for, again, the, the history and, and, and their love for, for the trees. Um, for me, it's, it's, a, it's a living art. Um, it's, a, it's an ability to care for something, and it, it grows with you. So I look at my collection as a, as a reflection upon uh, my life and my life story. So you and I have known each other for five years now, I suppose. Five yep. years it would be. Yep. We've been in been in contact with things, and you've you've worked on your trees over that time, and and we've done training courses, we've done workshops, we've done all the stuff that we've we've sort of we've talked about earlier in the podcast. Do you think that um, you've changed the way that you approach your trees now, and and do you see a benefit with? With the changes? Oh, a- absolutely. Um, meeting you, I've got to say, has been uh, uh, an inspiration from a bonsai perspective, but also, I guess, a personal growth perspective. I, uh, I'd read plenty of books. Uh, I hadn't joined any clubs uh, prior to a, a trip to Japan, and once I went to Japan, I knew that I, re- I realised that I knew very, very little. So I came back and joined a club, and through that club, I, uh, I met your good self. So, and then from there, my knowledge and uh, understanding of how to look after the trees to get the right shape um you know good structure is good bonsai i think about it you know every time i'm working on my trees yeah it's it's absolutely uh, grown phenomenally so yeah awesome thanks bailey Cheers, no mate. Worries. thank you all right so what's up next um i've got another demonstration coming up 
for uh, for another local bonsai club, which will be a lot of fun. There's saw making to happen as well. I've got all the uh, all the mixed components. Got to get the concrete mixer out and start putting that together. There's going to be preparation time for repotting, which means going through, checking pots, making sure I've got everything I need, flagging which trees need to be repotted so it's not a surprise for me when it does happen. Uh, keep working through the black pines, lots more needle plucking, more workshops, more training, and uh, and hopefully somewhere down the track a nice session or two on my new surfboard. So it'd be enjoyable for the next, uh, next couple of weeks, I think, sitting in the workshop with the heater on while it's minus 15 outside. Anyway, until next time, good bonsai.